Hi, and welcome to Bank Yankers Podcast. Thanks for joining me and taking the time out to listen to me talk about fishing, fishing gear, and the time I spend looking for and catching these wonderful whiskered fish. So sit back, relax, and I hope you'll enjoy. I'm the host, Eugene Gill. If you'd like to comment or contact me, send an email to monrivercats at gmail.com or check out my Facebook or Instagram at monrivercats. Also, check out my YouTube channel, MRC Fishing. So uh, it's winter here in southwestern Pennsylvania. Uh, I swear we only had like three days of fall. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about winter catfishing. Uh, I got up this morning. I, was, I had, had plans on making a trip this morning. Uh, it was raining. The weather is pretty nice today. It's like 50s, I believe. But it's raining a little bit, which the rain don't really bother me. The cold don't really bother me. It's the wind. I think we have like 17 mile an hour winds or something like that right now. That kind of makes it uh, uh, frustrating, to say the least. But um, uh, I feel like a lot of people in this area and most areas think catfish stop biting in the winter months. Uh, I really don't see too many people or signs of people out fishing in the winter months. I mean, it's understandable. It's cold. People don't, you know, associate fishing or catfishing with wintertime in this area, as far as I'm concerned. But... um. Yeah, I'm sure there's a select few that do, like myself. Uh, but <clears throat> uh, I personally think that the catfishing, at least the rivers that I fish uh, during the winter, are more productive than summertime, uh, just from my experiences and things like that. I know it sounds weird, but I compare my winter fishing and my summer fishing catch rates uh, together more than any other time of year because you, spring and fall are just the best times of the year. Uh, I, 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 uh, in, in this area, it seems like the catfish patterns seem to be really the same during, uh, the summer and the winter months. Uh, they go deep in the summer for cold water. Uh, they go deep in the winter for warm water. Um, but I've done really, really good, uh, with the size of fish in the winter months. I believe the smaller fish tend to really go more dormant during the winter. And the bigger fish tend to move around looking for a few easy meals, you know. Uh, but I do better with the with with the catch rates in the summer and the spring and the fall as far as uh, uh, quantity of fish. Um, not so much size. I I guess you could. I guess it's kind of the best of the both worlds in this in the summer. You can you can catch them big. You can catch them small as well as big as our rivers in this area have. Uh, but uh, like I said, spring and fall, they can't be beat. They're like the best times to have bait in the water around here, especially for flatheads. You know, spring, the flatheads start coming alive and you start catching more and and, and bigger ones and uh, things like that. And fall, you know, they're kind of slowing down, but they're also still feeding. You know, there's like a a period of time where they're you're, that's all you're catching are little flatheads here and there. You know, you could catch the big ones too, as big as, like I said, our rivers have here. But um, your winter time is really a slow dead time for flatheads because they're definitely more dormant. They just almost hibernate, I guess you could say. But uh, they're not impossible to catch in the winter. You can catch them. You just really have to be on your game and know where they're going to be. But uh 
fall and spring are pretty equal too because like i said they're the best times to have baits in the water either deep or shallow you know but uh, winter time the bites obviously slower um, they don't hit as hard you know they don't the, the channel cats won't bend the rod over like they will in the spring or the or the fall you know winter time there's real subtle bites real lethargic bites i guess you could say uh but uh i guess they're conserving energy uh you know they don't want to exhume too much energy energy i guess but uh it's still fun to prove the naysayers wrong that catfish can only be caught in the summer and at night uh i personally haven't ever experimented with uh winter night fishing it's not that i i don't want to or i haven't or I, you know it's nothing that i wouldn't do it's just uh it's just i get up early in the winter months and i spend a lot of time out on the water during the day until i can't take the cold anymore and uh spend the nights at home you know getting warm <laughs> so uh but i might actually try a, a night trip this winter uh, just to have some sort of comparison to daylight and winter catfishing uh, i have done really well during the days in the winter I'm not saying that daylight is the best time in the winter for catfish. Uh, keep in mind, this is just my personal experiences and and uh, my personal opinions. But, uh, I mean, it's not like they're scientifically proven that uh, catching catfish in the daylight is the best time. But uh, I'm definitely not an expert either. So, uh, I also like winter catfishing because uh, the likelihood of having a crowded bank or anyone being in a spot that I really want to fish is low. Uh, when I'm filming for my YouTube channel, I kind of like to, to be alone. Uh, I kind of like to, uh, just do my own thing when I'm doing that and looking for secluded areas is, uh, something that, uh, I try to do as much as possible when I'm going to try to film a video or something like that. But, uh, you know, that's really not an issue in the winter months because like I said before, there's not too many people out on the banks, so it's not, not an issue. That's why I like to fish in the winter as well. But uh, the biggest issues I have in the winter months, especially after a good snow, is keeping my feet warm. Um, I've always had that problem uh, if it's been work, uh, fishing, just being outside, playing in the snow with my daughter. It's just when my feet, my feet get uh, cold or froze, it's over. I, you know, I'm, I'm done. I just, and uh, it's just, it, it's not so much of them getting wet because uh, I have good waterproof winter boots and uh wool socks and all that but uh i just I have always struggled to keep my feet warm and uh, i've tried everything wrapping my feet in newspaper uh plastic bags i've tried the hot hands in the socks uh in the boots you know that gets to be uh where you it's it gets hard to walk around because you got this big thing in your boot or uh, in your sock. Uh, I've tried uh, battery-operated socks that supposedly keep your feet warm, but they don't really do anything. So, I mean, it, probably because I didn't spend top dollar for battery-operated socks, but it is what it is. And uh, But, you know, staying warm enough to effectively fish for catfish is a huge deal because you have to be able to soak baits for a long period of time. Uh, you know, in spots you find, you know, when you find the wintering holes or the areas around the wintering holes, you want to soak that bait for as long as possible, you know, and, uh, changing baits is also 
a pretty big factor of winter catfishing is you know changing your bait as often as possible keeping it as fresh as possible uh, because the colder water doesn't distribute the scent as far and as much as uh, warmer water would uh, so that poses you know another problem of if you're going to constantly change your baits out taking the gloves off to and you're exposing your hands to the cold um, which another issue you know another thing if your hands get cold and start hurting or whatever go numb that kind of shortens a fishing trip as well um but like i said you want to uh continually change out your baits as much as possible keep them as fresh as possible for any kind of chance of getting a bite a nibble catching a fish you know but that's a pretty big uh pretty big factor in it too so what i like to do is uh, i'll have all my baits prepared before i leave the house i'll you know if i'm using chicken i'll cut it up uh to, you know chicken breasts chicken thighs whatever i'll have it all cut up and put in the sandwich bags i'll freeze it and then uh, i'll take it out the night before let it thaw uh, and then that way it's nice and thawed out for whenever i get to the river or wherever i'm going for that day um I just uh, just to try to you know limit having my hands exposed to the cold as much as possible uh but as long as you dress properly and stay uh dry you know winter fishing can be a pretty productive time of year like i said as long as you find the wintering holes areas around the wintering holes they will travel out of them to find food and then right back into them uh undercuts in the banks that's more late fall uh, type of where you're going to find them really but uh i do believe uh, one of the spots that i have is a is a is a wintering hole is a pretty good wintering hole uh, i do very well there in the late fall uh, and throughout the winter months uh, so i try to fish it as much as possible and it's one of those spots that's pretty secluded i don't have to if i'm going to film for the youtube channel or anything like that it's uh i i know i'm not going to have any issues of anybody being around or anything like that so uh, uh, that's that's one of the top spots that I go to in the winter. But um, uh, just remember, if uh, you decide to go out during the winter months, dress in layers. Uh, it's always easier to take articles of clothing off than put them on when you're standing on the bank. You know, if you get a little warm, you could take something off. You know, I like to wear a base layer, you know, of whatever thermal uh if you have a girlfriend her leggings work very well trust me i've done that um and then you know just the normal winter clothes you know everybody knows how to dress in the winter to stay warm there's no like spencer from river certified says there's no bad weather it's bad clothing uh so just keep that in mind and stay warm because uh really the difference of a good day fishing and a bad day of fishing is being warm and keeping yourself warm and dry and uh that's really you know that's really how it goes and if you can't uh if you can't live without fishing take a few months off without fishing like i can't you you know you have to adapt to these the weather you know because the weather's not going to change for you but um i really want to thank everyone again for listening uh this was a short episode i wanted to take advantage of not going fishing today and talk about fishing today and uh I want to thank everyone for listening, and I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Take care.